Hi, and welcome to the Kara Podcast. My name is Lori, and I'm your host for the show. We're so glad that you're here today. Here, we're focused on inspiring and encouraging you in business and in life. The Kara Podcast is a community driven by creative, authentic, remarkable, and accomplished humans. We know that more than ever, community and finding your tribe is super uber important. Here at the Kara Podcast, we want you to build relationships that grow and flourish over the days, months, and years ahead, that this is so much more than a weekly podcast. To find out more about our podcast, visit thecarapodcast.com. Once again, that's thecarapodcast.com. Before we jump into today's podcast, I just want you to know we are thinking about you. We believe in you and we believe in your heart. And we are grateful for all that you're doing to help flatten the curve during COVID-19. We went out and asked some questions before today's podcast on how can you be together even in social distancing? We know that community is super uber important. And now with COVID-19, it has literally taken us from some of our most important human connections. Today, we wanted to share how to connect even when the human that you love so much is on the other side of the screen. You, me, we're all doing our part in the middle of the humanitarian and economic chaos. We are faced with having to distance ourselves from family and friends. The importance of quarantine, self-isolation, or social distancing is critical. The goal together is to flatten the curve in order to ease the burden on our hospitals and our healthcare workers so that the most severe cases can receive the proper medical care. Even if we have to avoid gatherings, it doesn't mean that you and I need to be lonely. This is the time to get creative and interact with each other through the advancement of technology. Technology has been that love-hate relationship. We've allowed ourselves to self-isolate by allowing our phone gadget to be one of our closest relationships. And more often than not, our screen time has interrupted some of our most valuable relationships. Just think about this. If we hit the rewind button and we started off 2020 and we walked into our favorite restaurant, you and me would be able to scan the restaurant and quickly identify that as a community, we spend a ton of time on our phone. You could look at any table, friends gathering, family gathering, coworkers gathering, and we're scrolling, texting, calling, and literally engaging with someone else via technology versus the people in front of us. And I think we just did something really incredible. I think we flipped the switch to relook at tech on how to actually bring people together in a more meaningful connection. We were all feeling a little bit isolated, and now we're coming together in new ways and building new relationships and building more in-depth conversations than we've ever had before. We wanted to answer the question, so how do you self-isolate without feeling totally isolated? We're grateful for technology as well. Technology is literally bringing us together. There are so many awesome tools that are available for us to use at little to no cost. There is Google Duo, Facebook Video, WhatsApp, and then of course the professional methods of communication are Microsoft Teams, Zoom, and Skype. 
If you've been on a business meeting lately, you know that business meeting has gotten a lot more productive, a lot more strategic, and we all can feel a little bit more inclusive because we are able to show up and we're able to use that chat box and be able to ask questions. The meetings are more streamlined, direct, to the point, and everyone gets to leave and hopefully you're on the same page. We're using Zoom and Skype for live stream book clubs, training, professional development, and masterminds. And then of course, we're all having those great pause breaks where we're breaking out and joining happy hours and happy hour themes such as beer and cookie pairings and how to head out to a birthday party without ever getting ready and just joining via Zoom. We're telling stories. We're doing small groups together. We're just building connections over technology. Tech allows us to be close while we do our part to skip in-person gatherings. We can stay connected through social media on a variety of platforms. We get to FaceTime video and to get in contact rather than calling. The other question we came up with was, I'm living alone and how do I not be lonely? Great question. In this time of increased social isolation, gathering to starve off loneliness will be one of our most important forms of virtual gatherings. There's a difference between being alone and being lonely. And part of this time might be an unexpected opportunity to cultivate some spaciousness in your life. It's important to find ways to create even with one's own space, whether that's if you enjoy writing, maybe it's painting, some other type of creative creative outlet, reading, doing meditation, and at-home workouts. This time is allowing you to begin to put your mastery in place for something that you really want to practice or learn, such as music, foreign language, perfecting that comic strip, working on your content for your business. I heard a great story the other day with one of the sharks from the Shark Tank, and they were interviewing a business entrepreneur. And this young woman was like, I'm loving this time as I do not need to come up with a great excuse to not go out on Friday nights because I literally love watching Shark Tanks that comes on at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Another question that arose was social distancing is creating a time of uncomfortability. I think that's a more complicated question, and there's a very real, very dangerous consequence for many people to be forced together with people they don't want to be forced together with. When we have no choice to be in close proximity with people that could bring harm, for those who are in a situation of abuse, you should contact the National Domestic Violence Hotline to seek help. Social distancing will also be particularly challenging for vulnerable communities of all types. We see this much like in natural disasters, there will, this too will not hit us all equally for much deeper structural and economic reasons as well. It's one thing to be forced together with your roommate you don't like. It's another to feel a level of danger. Part of the norms of clinical solutions is you would set some ground rules with each other, that they can be playful but set some ground rules of we've never done this before. How are we going to navigate this as we all stay safe and have a little joy? All right, here's another great question. I was hosting an upcoming event. I actually was planning my wedding. I was planning a corporate retreat. I was planning a conference. I was planning a yoga treat, or I have just saved up for the last eight months to actually go to this very important conference. 
And we understand some of those just simply had to pause and be postponed. And then there are other events that can simply go virtually and go virtually online. And so basically there are things that we don't have to cancel. We just basically change the method and creating those opportunities virtually for meaning and connection, being able to throw those birthday parties and being able to share cake where everyone shows up with their own cake and you share the printout for your five-year-old's birthday party so that everyone can be doing the same craft online. So in this time, don't cancel. Instead, gather online, all of you. This is a good time for you to bring your family and friends together for storytelling, to be able to tell stories of past generations. We have forgotten the art of storytelling, and this is a beautiful time to capture that and to learn and to learn from past generations. There are ways to keep yourself and others healthy without killing your spirit during this time. Another great question. How do we stay connected outside of our immediate household? It's already happening. We're living in a time of virtual happy hours, virtual dance party, virtual music, virtual breath connection, virtual church services and prayer services and virtual potlucks and groups that are meeting online. And this is the time where you can still feel very connected. You're just missing that in-person hug, but you can definitely get a virtual high five, a virtual hug, and get that person to really have a meaningful conversation with you. So many of us will be quarantining with others, such as our roommates, our kids, our partners. And as you gather with yours, think about ways of making meaningful, meaningful times together at home rather than checking out, check in. We're not stuck at home. We're safe at home. A great perspective switch during these unique circumstances. Thanks again for listening to the Kara podcast. We are grateful for our new community that is rising up. We have a fun trivia quiz to find your online tribe by heading over to the karapodcast.com. You can find the Kara podcast wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Share us with your friends as we are on the mission to inspire, encourage, equip, and build community. And give us some love. Share this with others who can find meeting. Subscribe and download us to land us some great vibes. Until the next time, have a great week and cheers from your Kara podcast team.